ready to create the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. We've done it ourselves after leaving careers in law and clinical practice. Like many other professional women, we wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our growing families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. For us, that looked like founding software companies, but for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other ambitious women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We love audiobooks and we suspect that you do too. Because you're a Soulful MBA listener, you can get an audiobook of your choice and a 30-day free trial over at audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba for your free audiobook. Welcome to the Soulful MBA podcast, episode 89, Brooke. I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery, and in this episode of the podcast, we interview powerhouse Namastream client, Brooke Tyler, about her experience growing her Asheville, North Carolina-based acupuncture and Pilates studio online. After growing her local studio and clinical business to an impressive 4,000-square-foot location with 12 employees, you'll learn why Brooke has chosen to pursue the online growth path rather than opening up an additional studio location in her community. Brooke discusses her decision to incorporate seasonality into her online offering, how she balances single motherhood with her business, and the specific ways that she schedules her time each week and month to fit everything in. It's certainly a worthwhile listen. I do want to give pause here and just note that about midway through the episode, there is a steep decline in the quality of Brooke's audio file, and I apologize for that. There was something with her connection to the internet that must have happened that caused our audio quality to not be up to par with what it usually is. But we wanted to go ahead and air this episode because we think there's so much inspiration and value in the conversation we had with Brooke. So without further ado, here she is. So welcome, Brooke, to the podcast. We are thrilled to have you joining us today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So we should first preface this by saying that Brooke is one of our clients. So we we always like to give that disclaimer whenever we interview a client, which is becoming increasingly common now that we have so many fabulous and fantastic people using our platform. But this conversation is going to be much bigger than that. So Brooke, we want to learn about who you are, how you got into entrepreneurship and what your journey has looked like so far um, and why you've decided to take what you do online. So why don't we go ahead and dive in? I don't know a whole lot about your backstory. So if you can just... Yeah, share with us, how did you get into health and wellness? And then did you always see yourself as an entrepreneur? Or when did that light bulb go off for you? Yeah, I think I always have had in me the love of leading combined with the love of creating. And I think you put those things together. And then naturally, I'm drawn to being an entrepreneur and creating a business and then making waves and having people who work with me. So if I go back to my furthest roots, I think it really begins with team sports. And I did every sport I could I could do growing up. I grew up in Idaho in the mountains, but I loved team sports. And I went on to play 
Division three college basketball. And that it was always in me to be the captain of the team. And I loved having a coach. And then I loved being the leader and helping my teammates. So I've always had that in me where I, I like being part of something. And I wasn't afraid to put myself out there and lead and take risks and have a loud voice and upset people or excite people or both at the same time. So when I finished college, I, I was always so I played college basketball and then just stayed fit. You know, I was doing yoga, or then I started bike racing or running. And my mom invited me to a Pilates class with her. And I loved it. It was very natural for me because I had already done gymnastics as a kid too. And I was strong from just being an athlete. It's like, oh my gosh, I can flip upside down on all this stuff. It is so fun. And it's hard. It was really challenging in new ways where I hadn't pushed myself in those ways. And I learned that there was a way to gain strength that wasn't really about pushing myself. So Pilates invited me to a deeper kind of strength that wasn't about muscling through. And that was a really sweet challenge. So I came into that young. I started doing Pilates at 22, 23. And then I went through the training program. And I did that with Dorte Vandewal in Seattle. She's an amazing classical Pilates instructor. So now I just turned 39. And so now I can look back and I've been teaching Pilates for a long time. And when as a Pilates instructor at first, I was just a contractor. So you really start to there manage your own clients and your own schedule right away. Even though I wasn't owning a business, I was really still my own boss in terms of managing my clients and having that flexibility, although I was working in someone else's studio. So I did that for a long time. And then I moved here to Asheville and I started acupuncture school. And that led... I had always done acupuncture. Somehow as like a 14-year-old kid... I started seeing an acupuncturist. I always had an instinct that I did not want to, you know, just put ice on it or take ibuprofen or take these allergy medicine. First, I I had an innate trust of my body, I think. And I wanted to give my body the chance to heal itself or to have that opportunity instead of masking it or I don't know, it's interesting. Now Now my parents are definitely into acupuncture, but I got there first, even as a teenager. And I had a really sweet acupuncturist in Idaho and she was my mentor and I would first go see her for, you know, things that were physically wrong. And then it really, we developed a relationship and I saw her through high school and college and it was, I'd go see her for anything and everything going on. And it became a really an emotional safe space too, where I went and sought Chinese medicine out for, you know, how do I decide what I want to do with my life? Oh, I'm 19 and where do I go? And do I keep dating this guy or who am I? And I'd go to acupuncture and I'd just, you know, cry and think about it and come out the other side and feel more aligned with myself. So early on, I, Chinese medicine was a part of my sense of self, I guess, and sense of well-being. So that became a natural place for me to go into and study and to be able to give that back to people. And I wanted that deeper way of connecting. You know, Pilates is really a, it is a very deep way of connecting with people in the physical, in the fitness industry compared to many other fitness professions. But I wanted one more avenue of how to work with people, connect, encourage them, support them, inspire them. And that's when I started acupuncture school here in Asheville. And that was, it's been a while. Brooke, I just need a point of clarification. So I, I'm just curious, because I think in Canada, we have different words than you do for... So in Canada, we would be, you would be a, a traditional Chinese medicine doctor, a TCM. So is that is that what you have? But you don't call yourself that in the US? Right. So you can do TCM here. What our program was would be called a classical Chinese medicine. 
Okay. And it, oh, I see. Because we literally studied the classics, like some very ancient texts. And I mean, I can't speak to it too directly because I don't know what a, a TCM program, you know, course outline would look like. But yes, we we studied the traditional treatment strategies and and protocols and theory, and then also the classics because of the instructor, the Taoist priest who was the leader at our school. He is rich in the classic tradition and treatment strategies. So we have that as well, where we also studied five elements. We studied some hara technique like belly acupuncture, we, you know, auricular, scalp acupuncture, even, even some Japanese strategies. So it's even more comprehensive. So I have a master's in Chinese medicine, and that includes herbal medicine as well. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. It's a four year program. Can you tell our listeners what your business is? Like what happens in your studio now? What services do you offer? Okay. So I own in Asheville, Classique Acupuncture and Pilates Studio. And we've been open for nine years. And what we offer in our studio space are acupuncture treatments, Pilates classes. We have group classes on the floor, on the mats. We have all the apparatus, all the Grotz apparatus. We are all classically trained. And I do have a massage therapist. We do some massage. Within our acupuncture treatments, we all do adjunct therapies like cupping, and we do essential oils. We do Chinese herbs. We do guasa, the scraping technique, moxibustion. So we're all, we do, you know, kind of nutritional lifestyle counseling. So all of that happens on the acupuncture side. And here on the Pilates side, we have equipment and mat, and it's a teacher training studio. So I've been training instructors since I opened, and I have instructors. They've all done my program, and I have apprentices who work with me. And that program is about a two-year deep mentoring apprenticeship. Yeah, that's amazing. So it's a lot of action, and the studio is beautiful. I was in a much smaller space for the entrepreneur cycle, when you're ready for me to tell that story, I will. It started out in 500 square feet renting, and now I own a 4,500 hmm. square foot Ooh, that's building. That's big. That's big. Yeah, yeah, downtown. So it's been a big journey, and it was just me, and now I have 12 women working for me. Is there any other place in the world that is called acupuncture in Pilates Studio? No, I don't think so. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, there are some of us who do like I do, who do both. And in terms of really creating a facility and a brand like this, no. And especially even with Corself, you know what Corself is online video subscription platform is founded on the principles of the five elements of Chinese medicine and how the five elements and the five seasons inform our Pilates workout. So if that's all dovetailed there as well. Yeah, that's online. amazing. I, yeah, I mean, obviously, makes- I've been watching you because since you joined Namastream, of course, and I've been watching you put up your videos and you've got everything kind of seasonal. And it's you've got little um, thumbnails to represent this group of videos is for May and this group of videos is for June. So could you I love that you are infusing both disciplines into your online product. Can you talk a little bit about how you bring the seasonality into what you teach? And why is it even important? Right. So I think the seasons of nature, I think the more we connect to what's going on around us, the better. It offers us a a richer experience of life. So, and it's easy to get away from that because, you know, we're in sort of modern America or we're in a fitness culture where it's just like go hard all the time. There's, there's a lot of that mentality that's really intense and it's super easy for us to disconnect from nature 
and just be in our office and in our, we have our rhythms, but it's not in harmony and in tune. So I think there are huge benefits to doing that because there are cycles and seasons of life, just like there can be cycles and seasons of how we move and our energy. So the five elements go through the five seasons. The winter is water. The spring is wood. The summer is fire. The late summer is earth. And the fall or the autumn is metal. And you can see that on a five element wheel going around in a clockwise direction. And the best way to understand that is following the life cycle of a plant. And then you apply what's going on with the energetics of this plant to how I am connected to the energy of my body in, in space, in nature, in the world around me. So, and if you really tune into it, it's super intuitive, but we're, it's so easy to disconnect from it in our like real fast paced get it, get it now kind of culture. And then I think, you know, the, the fitness industry is, it, I really believe it needs this invitation towards embodiment rather than disembodiment. We're, we're really, and I think that this movement's happening and I'm excited about that. I feel optimistic about it where it's not about breaking, breaking yourself down, burning your muscles up, going hard, going fast. It, it, you know, this, Pilates is amazing because you gain so much strength on just spring resistance in your own body. And then it's a sustainable lifestyle and it enhances everything else you're doing rather than, you you know, I think our fitness industry can end up being very depleting on the whole. So Chinese medicine, and to me, that's the baseline philosophy that really lines up is both Pilates and Chinese medicine offer support in connecting and gaining core strength and then moving through life with more ease and freedom, more mobility. So if you're having a Pilates workout or an acupuncture treatment, those are both opportunities to really nourish and connect to your deep core, the core of who you are, whether it's literally your abs or it's just your true self, whether you're, you know, you're on the acupuncture table with the needles, it's a real, it's an invitation to shed everything and just really connect to who you are in the moment. There's a lot of presence. And then both of them, just by putting a needle in you, uh, your your chi is moving, your energy is moving. And Pilates the same way, you're creating more movement and freedom. So those overlapping principles are the baseline of what I believe. And then whether I'm having an acupuncture patient or a Pilates class, or making you a video online, there's this opportunity to connect with who you are and find more freedom of movement. That's the overlap that I feel is really... I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's really real. Did you... Did you know when you went to Pilates or sorry, when you went to your acupuncture school, Chinese medicine school, did you know that it was going to dovetail so beautifully? And did you have the vision that you were going to open a studio that would offer both these disciplines? Did did. you see that? Yeah, I did. I'm always, you know, I'm just a go getter by nature. I love, you know, I've always had 19 jobs and, you know, in college, I had a major and a minor and a concentration and played basketball and I'm very passionate and I have a lot of energy. And when I was here living in Asheville, I was teaching Pilates in someone else's studio. And then I was coaching basketball to high school girls. And then I was in acupuncture school. And I just really had, I did have that clear moment. I said, I want to do everything I love and everything I believe in, in one place. And people will come. I didn't want to. And so as I got close, it was actually before I even graduated acupuncture school that I took a business class and I opened Classique as Classique Pilates Studio. And I had the brand and the logo written, knowing I was going to put the word acupuncture in there as soon as I passed my board exams. And I opened Classique and then six months later, passed my board exams. And then it was just me and a small space offering both. I'd have a patient on the table, 
After that hour, I'd have a Pilates private client. Then I'd go back and do another acupuncture. And I also always knew I would build a team with me because that's, those are my roots because I wanted to, I wanted to do this with a team. So I did, I did have the vision that it would all come together. I think that it, it definitely has evolved, but I live this. So this is not something I do. This is just who I am. And so it feels very copacetic, you know, it's all integrated. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is an easy to use platform that helps you build and sell your own courses, memberships, and live stream programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. You can learn more at namastream.com. It comes across as that certainly in any of the videos or the even just the the photos I've seen of you and your work, there is just this joy that is just oozing out of you that is just such a delight to see because there is comfort in you that is so visible to those around you. you. So you're just amazing to watch. I remember we first were introduced to you through Pat Mm -hmm. Bailey, a a common friend, and you had posted your like intro video to your online portion. Like, hey, what do you guys think of this? (laughs) This is like this video. It's like, oh my God, who is this woman? And can we please have her on Namastream? Because I want what she's doing. Like I want to be connected to that so I wanted to ask about the team because and and this idea and this vision of starting a studio in a brick and mortar space, because a lot of people are shying away from that and pulling back to go strictly online or to c- keep their independence and not have to worry about the expense of a studio and when the, you know, clean the bathrooms and t- uh, scheduling people and basically some people myself included, but you know, I would describe it as sometimes it's a big babysitting job. And I love that you are saying, I have always been a leader. I am drawn to leadership. That is what I'm good at. I love leading. And so it was a very natural fit for you to create this team. So can you just talk a little bit more about making that decision that I'm going going to go big and then how you put brought your team together, how you put it together. It's putting myself out there a lot. And I, and I took small steps. It's always, I think to be a good business owner, you have to always be evolving. There's has to be continual growth. And for me, that's part of the creative process too. It's, it's moving. And that's the same as, you know, doing my sidekicks in the Pilates studio or making, or getting somebody to put cups on my back. I want to keep moving. And for me, the step, it was a bunch of little stair steps and then a few big ones, you know, jumping into this, this big physical space I'm in now is another big risk. Opening, launching Core Self Online is another big risk. And what I do is stay close to my vision and then I lean into the people around me. And I've had to learn that too. I mean, I've learned so much in this process. I feel like I have a beginner's mind always. When I opened Classic, you know, I really just had, like I said, the vision that I want it to be, I want to offer acupuncture and Pilates in the same place and people will come and all my Pilates clients came and then they'd start doing acupuncture. And from student clinic, when I graduated school, those acupuncture patients came and then they started doing Pilates. And it's very much like that in real present day at Classic, our community of clients, they're just the most amazing people. And they all do both. I mean, I feel like if I ran reports, 70% of the clients are doing both sides of the studio at some time. So there's a real blending of the modalities that comes through into the clientele and the community. But when I opened, 
it was one step at a time. When I knew I wanted to have Pilates teachers, I wanted us all to be on the same page rather than a melting pot of different Pilates teachers of different styles. I mean, Pilates is it's super interesting as an industry. There are You can do a short few-hour training and be called a Pilates instructor. And, or you can train for two years with me and spend thousands of hours and thousands of dollars and be a Pilates instructor. So I knew I wanted everybody, all of my teachers, to be really on the same page, that clients could go between us and there'd be so, so much continuity. And that's where I knew, okay, I'm going to train instructors. And I did that for a while through my mentor, Dorte Vandewal. There were three of us as a satellite training program for her. So I would have apprentices with me, and then we'd go to Seattle, and we'd do some workshops, and she'd do some testing. And then over the years, I got more, more able to test people almost through the whole program, but not quite. She was still the mentor and the final tester for all my apprentices. And then the day came when I said, okay, I, I want to do this on my own. Seattle's 3,000 miles away. My apprentices feel very connected to me, even though she's amazing and so well-respected in the industry. She's a phenomenal master teacher. I was ready to sort of fly, fly free. And that was a huge step. And I did. And I wrote my own manuals and then, you know, trial and error in there of having new apprentices in my studio. So there were a lot of risks and steps along the way. And I will sometimes get to a place where I think, God, certainly this is going to level out, right? And it's not. It will not ever. And that's, that's okay. That's what I signed on for too. That, that's also what fuels me. And when it came time to add acupuncture patients, the local college here that I went to, I have hired all women who, who went to that program. We all went together and we're, you know, graduated at different times, but we're really all on the same page because we have that same classical training. And so we do share patients on the acupuncture side. We share clients on the Pilates side where a client might come in in a week. They come for one private and then one semi-private and one chisel class and one mat class. And so they can work with all the instructors, but feel it feels very con- con- uh, continuous for their workout and their progress. So it was, it was risk, you know, and, and over time, I mean, with all those steps of, I mean, I have hired people, I have fired people, I've been sued by people. I mean, it, it is not easy. And I, I come back to listening to my instinct and more and more that, that concept like Pat Bailey talks about that I found to be so true that if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. You know, I had somebody recently, she really wants to work here and be an acupuncturist. And I just, I, I'm open, I listened, I thought about it. I'm like, it's, it's just not a hell yes, no matter what. So I'm just, I'm going to have to say it's not a match. Thank you. And let, let that go. So it's risky. And it's about being uncomfortable and just settling into being uncomfortable a lot, I think. Yeah, I think that's the definition of entrepreneurship, right? <laughs> and when did this drive to take your work online come? At what stage did you start to think about this as an option? Or was that always part of your vision? You know, when I opened Classique years ago, I started a YouTube because I wanted my clients, mostly it's that I, I have a very giving nature. And that's, that's a good thing. That's why I'm an acupuncturist too. You know, I am a mom is that I have it. I, I want to give. I love to give. And I wanted my Pilates clients that were coming to Classique to be able to do it at home. And it's because I believe so much that the Pilates work is a way of moving through the world. You want to do this all the time and apply it to how you carry your groceries. How do you hold your baby? How do you run your next marathon? And so I wanted my regular clients to do it at home. And I had no fear around, well, what if I give them free videos? They won't come in the studio. Or I, for some reason, had no fear of being on camera. I'm not really sure what... I mean, I think that's just from being a competitive athlete, maybe. I mean, I was not very theatrical or, um, you know, into performance in that way through my, through my childhood, but I was never afraid of being an athlete and putting it on the line. So I think that's where that comes from. And then it, this is just what I love and it's in me. So I'm not afraid to talk to the camera and just be me and it comes through. So when I opened Classique, I started that YouTube channel and made some videos and they just caught on. So that was always 
on my mind to keep making some fresh videos. And I just thought, man, I cannot keep doing this and paying a videographer to come in and make these videos for free. You know, I, I, that's not a sustainable pattern for me. And I want, I think they're really good. You know, of course I'm biased, but I think they're, they're clean. They're simple. They're charismatic. You're really connecting with me. You're, I'm connecting with you through the camera. They're not cheesy. I don't talk too much. It's educational and it's fun. Like we, people would need more of these. I want to keep making more of these. And so that's where I thought, let's do, let's do a subscription platform. And it, that's also the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit. I know I don't want another classic location. You know, growing into this space where I am now, where, you know, I started in 500 square feet, just me, and then it was 700 and then 1200 square feet for a while. And then purchasing this building downtown, half the acupuncture side takes up 2000 square feet and the Pilates is 2500, fully equipped with a ton of Graz apparatus. I don't want another space. This is, this is home and it feels amazing. So the way for me to continue growing is online. And the way that I've set up the filming is that my teachers can be teaching. And I put on my mic and I get on the Cadillac and I talk to the camera and I film a class while the studio's in motion on a Thursday afternoon. And then it's sustainable. And I love that. And then I can film my live classes because our, like a live in-studio class, I can film and then put that on the subscription platform. And there's so much energy in the room and it's really contagious. And I kind of light up and you see the whole, the whole chisel class lights up. That's a really unique class I created. And you're just doing amazing things. And I can film that and mic myself and share that with the world. And that's really exciting. Yeah, that, I think you're, you are right. Your videos are really good. And that's what I wanted to ask you about. Do you still use a professional videographer or are you doing it yourself? No, we're doing it ourselves. So that is complicated. And we've had many, you know, beating our head against many walls <laughs> more than once. And again, it's in taking all of these steps. It's risky. It's putting myself out there. It's asking for loans. It's learning. I have learned so much in the, the tech side where suddenly, you know, I'm on the phone with tech support, but I'm really helping the tech support guy who's supposed to be helping me. So I mean, I'm learning, I'm learning a lot, but I love that. That's you know, back to my roots. I want to keep being coached and keep learning and be teaching both. I love those relationships. And I couldn't do all of this without I have an admin team. So beyond my service providers, one of the best things I ever did was hire, you know, you've, you've communicated plenty with Katie. And then I have other admin who are at the reception desk at Classique because I want to make sure that my Classique clients feel all the love and connection from me here in Asheville while I'm developing a relationship with an international audience online. So they allow me to be in many places at the same time. And they're so invested in the vision. And I, I really work hard to work well to take really good care of them. So they feel supported and fueled and excited about the vision too. And then, you know, Katie's fired up on all this just as much mm -hmm. as I am. And is she, she full-time on your online portion or does she do other things? She's full-time everything. And I guess full-time and they, they have so much freedom. You know, they, I let them work when they want to, they show up when they, we sort of have guidelines, but I try to give them a lot of freedom, my admin staff, but she works 35 hours a week. And as Katie has come on, Katie's up leveling with me in the way that she is not running reception desk anymore. She's sort of an executive or a president or goddess, you know, wherever we get up here, where we're really, she's part of the creative process. So she probably splits her energy in core self and classic <laughs> in half, but she's really the brand man, the Brooke Tyler brand manager, you know, because I am, I am the thing, you know, and I am, the leader at Classique, although it's very much a space where my entire staff are very empowered, you know, to be themselves, to teach really well, to feel a lot of ownership and flexibility also. But I'm the leader of the training program and I'm the person on Core Self and 
you know, I'll be the one traveling and teaching Pilates workshops and hosting Pilates seminars here. So she's with the vision, you know, and I'm very, and I I lean in there and we stay in communication all the time. Brooke, I'm just curious because there's so many different parts to your business. What is the time split like of a week of a typical week? How much do you spend seeing clients as an acupuncturist versus teaching classes versus the admin side of things? Right. And that's been, you know, a nine year process that's still unfolding and recreating all the time. And that's probably the biggest challenge is time. Um, I come to work every day. So I have two little kids through this whole process. I had two babies. So I opened my business nine years ago and I have a seven-year-old daughter and a four-year-old son. And through this got divorced and it's a lot and that's, and it's all okay. And it's part of the, the unbecoming and the becoming. And so I either have my kids or I don't. And it definitely tends to be if they're with their dad, who's wonderful. If they're with him, then I work more, right? Although I have very wonderful, close, intimate friendships and I make time for that. I have some really powerful girl bosses that I lean into and make sure we get to dinner and we talk big ideas and big dreams. But I work 8.30 to 4.30 or 5 at the studio and then I go get my kids and I'm mom. So when I'm here, I probably see, you know, I teach on the week five classes and then I see four clients in a day. I make sure on Wednesdays, that's my acupuncture day. I have one day that's devoted to acupuncture patients. If I don't have that focused for acupuncture only, it would get absorbed by Pilates because there's just a greater demand there. There's a big demand there and I've been teaching a long time. And so I, you know, I, my schedule is really tight. You know, people have been on my schedule for years and they have that standing private spot. I have many Pilates semi-private hours that I like to teach because in that one hour, I can teach four to five people and use all the equipment in the studio and give them a lot of personal energy and attention. But I am connecting with five people at the same time. And these are advanced clients who've been with us a long time and know the apparatus. And it's so fun. So I love staying connected to the clients and I will always do that. And that's why I have to have an admin team because the working, that's where I run out of time is the working on the business for sure. I try not to see any clients on Fridays, which lets me open the door to do things like this. You know, and this morning I had a meeting with my accountant. I'll do that on a Friday or a, a marketing person have a call and a conversation there. And interwoven into the whole week are my workouts. And that's something I'm really committed to that. And I'll put it on schedule. I block it off and that's my workout from 9.30 to 10.30, period. And that doesn't get to shift. And we'll work out together as a team. And I'll definitely, I mean, that's the luxury of, of this job too, is it's my job to be in really good shape and to stay connected to my body and my work. Or on the other hand, if I'm feeling exhausted and stressed, I'll just go lie on the acupuncture table. And if, if no one's around to put needles in me, I'll put them in myself and I'll put the heat lamp on and I'll close my eyes and set my alarm clock for 30 minutes later. So I have to block the time out. And what I've done recently with time, which has been very important, I've had to do that with Self and with the training program, is once a month, I've started taking a focus week. And that's been really good. So on those weeks, my standing Pilates clients get dispersed to other teachers and or they'll do open studio. And so many of them are advanced and proficient that they can come in and they can look at their little card that has the reformer order and they can lead themselves through a workout. But that frees me up because it is very important that I have time to be the boss lady and see the big picture and zoom out and get space and even just to float. So if I'm just here and I'm floating around and then I'm connecting with this apprentice or I'm having a conversation with yeah, this acupuncturist who we're thinking, okay, what are we going to do? We've got this new patient with Lyme's disease. How are we going to help them? Then I'm around and I'm available to connect to the staff or film some videos, but I'm not, my time is not scheduled with clients. And so that's been something I've just done in the last six months is to have a focus week, we call it. And I get to choose really what the focus is, but it, I pull myself off the client's and schedule. And how, how often? I pull them off my schedule. How often do you do that? Month. Once a month. Yeah, once a month. And that... Um, yeah, that's, that's a great idea. That's been huge. Yeah. I had to really have that shift for my training program. I could feel that I needed to give my apprentices more energy and attention, even just to be around and to say, hey, why don't you come teach me for this hour? And then I'll give them feedback on their hands-on. And So that's been great. It's hard though. It, the time is hard. Yeah. So one last question. What are you struggling with right now? What is the biggest struggle you oh, have? 
I think actually right now that I'm, I'm in a place, the core self launch was really exciting. I mean, I feel like it was a technical hurdle to get to where we are. I, I definitely wish I found you guys. And this is, this is not at all intended to be promotional. And this is just a real authentic. I wish I found you guys before I got myself tangled up in, in a contract and in a situation with Livestream, which got bought by Vimeo, which has turned out to really not be a good thing at all. And now I'm stuck and I'm in sort of a financial wedge. And I wish I was not starting for self in such a wedge like that. So, but it all unfolds as it's supposed to, you know, that was part of the learning process. But to find the platform you guys offer that's going to allow me to have multiple tiers, that's very simple and easy, I can, how I can add content. And, and just for us to have a personal relationship where I can email you and Katie can email you and say, we're stuck on this. Can you help us with this? We're going to want this. And you're like, oh yeah, we're going to work on it. That's awesome. Because right now with Vimeo, it's like I'm communicating with Walmart. I mean, it's, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. So yeah, best description out. I've ever heard of that exact relationship. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to deal with them. And they don't want to deal with me, really. I'm just, they kind of right, want to squish me. Right. They don't want to deal like, with me either. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. We're on the same page. So um, I'm excited to get really free of that relationship. And then what my, my difficult part now is to get core self. I just believe so much in the content, how unique it is. It's so different than something like Pilatesology or Pilates anytime because you're building a relationship with me. I'm helping you build a relationship with your body, connect to the seasons and nature and the cycles of life. And, and the content's awesome. How do I get it in the hands of more people who don't already know me? You know, the people who are subscribing and jumping on and are like, yes. I mean, they're the people who know me and know my energy and know my classes. Like, this is the best. I paid double this. This is amazing. So now it's, it's building a bigger following and I'm still pushing the little snowball up the hill. And that's okay. I'm tenacious. And I have a lot of vision and I have a lot of wonderful women helping me and I'm not afraid of some hustle, but that's, I'm excited for when the snowball starts to roll and it grows. And suddenly I, you know what I, I just think what I have to offer can really inspire and help people in their everyday lives. And the people who are doing it love it. And so it's getting that to travel. And yeah. I don't think it's going to take long, Brooke. I know. Well, yes, I also Honestly. have no patience. It's been too much. I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You've just started with us. No, your stuff is great. I've seen how hard your team works and how dedicated and they absolutely do carry your vision. And that's success right there. So yeah, we are just so proud of what you of of having you first of all, that you've chosen to work with us. And we'll do everything to support you and get the word out of of what you're doing and what you're creating, because it really is beautiful. I love the seasonality of it. And I love the uniqueness of just the combination like you're not teaching acupuncture on 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 Nomstream, but you're bringing those elements into the Pilates teaching and you're using those words. And it's just amazing. Even just looking at your membership, I just love the way that you've, you know, done the monthly videos, like the videos for each, each month. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's really fun. And I think that's one of my gifts, I feel like is making Chinese medicine super accessible and not woo mm-hmm. wacky, like, oh, this, this makes sense. Like it's the winter. I'm the seed under the ground. Oh, I can just like work on my deep form and my like, the root, I can get with the root where now we're in the summer and it's the fire element and let's get wild and let's flip upside down and let's do handstands. Like it, that all makes sense. And so suddenly Chinese medicine is like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I get that. Just where I think I have a gift of making Pilates really mean it's more than just exercise. You know, it's a really deep way of connecting to who you are. For me, you know, my Pilates workout is a coming home. It's a moving meditation. And I think that's really, that's the heart of Pilates mm-hmm. as a really powerful form of exercise that's accessible to everybody. If you just had a baby or if you're 73 and just had a hip replacement, or if you're a 18 year old teenage baseball player, I work with a ton of those and they start doing Pilates and they're knocking the ball out of the park. Or you just, you know, you're coming back and you have diastasis recti like mm-hmm. I had where your abs are split open and you're 
like, oh God, where's my body? You know, you reconnect with who you are. So I don't know, I'm very passionate about both. And I'm excited for the online. It's really cool, the world we live in with this online platform where we can connect with people around the world. Yeah, it is a special, special time for sure. Okay, we are going to run you through Proust's questionnaire to wrap this up. So Brooke, what is your idea of perfect happiness? I think it's trusting the present moment. What is your greatest fear? I guess losing a child. What is your greatest extravagance? Oh, dark chocolate all day long. It's in my drawer in my office. I eat the best local (laughs) Asheville chocolate all day long. 80% so good. What is the quality you most like in a person? Uh, the, The radiance that comes through the eyes. Which talent would you most like to have? Well, my handstand press up. I got a lot of handstand skills, but the press up, I really want that press up. (laughs) Where would you most like to live? Here, right where I am. What is your most treasured possession? My kids. And what do you most value in your friends? Honesty and silliness. (laughs) Thank you, Brooke. Yeah. And we end every podcast with a joy and hustle. So if you can share a resource that can bring our listeners joy, so a book, a movie, (laughs) the name of the chocolate bar you were referencing, (laughs) and a tool to help them hustle in their business. I think, let's see, if I stay most recent, I have really enjoyed Jen Sincero's books recently, You Are a Badass and You Are a Badass at Making Money. Those have been really um, on point. There's so many books over the years that have really, but those are fresh for me. And for me, what I, want, what I always want to have is a blank journal and my favorite pens. I have that in my work bag all the time because I just, writing, the process of writing on a blank page is super powerful. Even if whatever comes out is, seems stupid at the moment, you're like, what, is, what am I even saying? It's just the process of having a blank page and a moment with myself. And I, half the time, I never even look back at it. But that's a tool. That's what I always want to have is a blank page. I don't like lines. I like to be all wild and outside the lines and write so scribbly and fluidly that you can't eat. It's not even legible because it doesn't need to be read. That that is an invitation for creativity that I think is super important tool. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. Can you let our listeners know where they can find you online? Yeah, you can find um, in Classique. We are studioclassique.com and that's with one S, C-L-A-S-I-Q-U-E. And I'm online at yourcoreself.com. And both of those have Instagram accounts. We're on Instagram as underscore classic underscore and core self. And then I'm on there as Brooke B. Tyler, Brooke.B.Tyler on a personal Instagram account, which is kind of fun. That's where I'll do a little bit more behind the scenes of some into my personal world. You know, I don't share it all, but it's nice to share little snippets of who I am outside of the lady behind the boss lady role. And we're on Facebook and um, there's a Core Self YouTube channel that gives little tastes of the videos. Wonderful. We will include links to lots of those places in the show notes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Brooke, so much for taking the time. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Ready to go from, I really want to build an online business, but don't know where to start to, wow, I've just sold my first digital product. That's exactly what we're going to help you do during our free Become an Online Teacher course. We've created a simple five-day email-based course to teach you everything you need to get started as an online teacher. By the end of the week, you'll have a digital product that's mapped out, priced, and ready to offer your community. Head over to soulful.mba slash teacher to sign up. It's totally free.